Connect My Gen 17. I guess taking risks, missing classes, it's worth it. It is so worth it. You're not going to remember that Tuesday in class that I missed. No, you are going to remember the time you were in Tampa, Florida, doing a national pitch competition and just living it up. Hello and welcome back to Connect My Gens podcast. My name is Kyle Kugler and I am the host of CMG's podcast. Now, I have somebody who I just found out she was actually on Pandora at some point in time. And I'm going to have her share a little bit more. So Kayla, Colonel, <laughs> Captain, Captain Colonel, whatever I'm going to call you. Kayla, who are you and what do you do? My name is Kayla Kearns and I'm a senior at the University of Northern Iowa. I'm studying communication studies and public relations. Nice. So what, what exactly intrigued you to actually go into that field of study, if you will? Yeah. So I knew I wanted to do something with business, mm -hmm. and I knew numbers weren't necessarily my thing. <laughs> so I decided to focus on more of like the people side of business, which is communication and public relations. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I guess we kind of have like that in common. I'm studying PR mm -hmm. here too, so or not yeah. too, but you get what I'm saying. I'm... I'm talking too many words right now. I'm speaking too many words. So <laughs> that is awesome. Now I want to go into something else because I actually made note of it and you were talking about Pandora before we even started. And that's yeah. something that's like really kind of cool. Just talking about, you know, podcasting and getting your words down correctly and all that sort of stuff. So could you just share like how you were able to actually get that opportunity? Yeah. And what was it even for? Yeah. So I actually transferred here from North Iowa Area Community College, NIAC. And I went there for a year and got my AA degree. And the year I was there, I was really involved. I worked in the NIAC records office and I was good friends with the photographer and a lot of like the admissions office, a lot of other places within NIAC. And I actually had the admission director reach out to me and say, hey, Kayla, would you be interested in doing some promotional things for NIAC since we know you're tra transferring on? And I was like, yes, I would love that. Like I've loved my experience here at NIAC. So, um, she reached out to me and we did a photo shoot and then after that we went to the radio station and did a little episode and I thought it would just be on uh, commercials back home in the Clear Lake, Iowa, Mason City area mm -hmm. and come to find out I was listening to Pandora one day and I was in the shower and I heard myself. <laughs> I was not aware that it would be on Pandora. I thought it would just be on the local radio station so that was fun. It aired on Pandora for about three, four months, and there wouldn't be a day where I didn't hear myself talk because I listen to Pandora regularly. That is so, awesome. So, yeah, it was a great experience, and I love promoting things that mean a lot to me, like NIAC. That's, yeah. that's honestly, like, really cool, and <laughs> I, I couldn't even, like, I don't know. If I was just walking around or just even driving in my car and all of a sudden mm -hmm. I started hearing my voice, I probably would have to, like, stop <laughs> and just take a second. So for you to hear it for three or four months, that's absolutely insane. Yep. Jeez, that's a really cool experience. Like, have you had anything else kind of like that pop up? Or has that kind of just been the, the, one, the one thing so far? <laughs> that has been my one fun fact. Um, my dad works at a big company, and every time it was on the radio station, mm -hmm. they would all stop what they're doing, turn the volume way up, and they'd yell, Keith, listen to your daughter. <laughs> um, but that's just definitely the most unique fun fact that I've heard, that people have heard from me from all over within Iowa and Minnesota. Awesome. So, yeah. okay, so you were talking about your dad, mm -hmm. business, turning up the radio, all that good stuff. Yeah. So I am under the understanding that you do own your own business. 
So can you just kind of share like more about that? The whole point of Connect My Gen is to actually get our guests to share their stories with the world in your own world or your own worlds, your own words, um, and not be censored by me saying, this is what you're going to say and this is what you're going to say. So I just want, this is, this is your time to say whatever you want to say about your business. Perfect. So back when I, um, was deciding where to go to college and all this stuff, I was like, well, I might just stay in town and go to Nyack. I really didn't want to, but my junior going into senior year, I had the opportunity to go to Youth Entrepreneurial Academy, YEA, at Nyack. I didn't want to, but my mom's like, nope, you're, you're going to do it. You'd get a $500 scholarship. I was like, but mom, it's a week in the summer. I don't want to. So I attended, and I honestly can say that week changed my life. I had no idea what I wanted to do before that. Keep in mind, I was 16 years old, mm-hmm. and that's when I knew like business and entrepreneurship like is my passion and has always been since that week. Um, so I attended it, and I was like, well, I don't have a product. Like I don't know what I'm going to do for like the simulation that week. And my dad's like, I don't know either. Here, I invented this window well. And I was like, oh, the one we have in our house. And he's like, yeah, like check it out. And I was like, okay, teach me about it. Still had the down attitude on it. Um, day three of YEA is when I realized, like, this is, like, my life. So I was actually, there was about 20 people who attended YEA that summer, and they picked four finalists, and I was mm. one of the four finalists. Awesome. And ever since then, I was like, you know what, this product has potential, my family has potential, um, because it's not just me running the business. My dad is the engineer and the entrepreneur. Like, he, like, invents the products, and my mom does the bookkeeping and the secretary work for it. And then I market it, do the promotional items. Awesome. Reach out to the contractors. So what we sell is an aluminum egress window well. It's unique because it can be custom sized to fit your own specific basement window needs. Uh, yeah, so that week at YEA is when I started the business. And we actually launched like within that month. Mm -hmm. So right now we're in contact with a local contractor in the Clear Lake, Iowa area. So every time they build a house, do a basement remodel or do apartments, and if they need window wells, they contact us and we go from there. So really, even if you think that it's a unique or dumb or unsexy product, Mm -hmm. like don't let that stop you because there's potential in the most unique areas. Never, ever did I think that I would have such a passion for (laughs) aluminum egress window wells. So what exactly is the difference in, you know, excuse me for not like knowing anything about, (laughs) I don't want to say construction, but just stuff like that in general. But what's, what makes your guys' product so much different Mm -hmm. than the competitors? Yeah. So, um, an average year, 4,000 Americans die and 20,000 injuries are occurring from, um, bad window wells. So an egress window well is another escape of an em- in case of an emergency out mm-hmm. of the basement. So if you have a bedroom in the basement, by law, you have to have an egress window well. So if you do have one, great. But the thing is, ours are aluminum, so they don't um, rot like wood, crack like plastic, mold like stone, or rust like steel. They simply stay the way they are forever. Our big competitors are the ones like you'd buy at Menards or Home Depot or Mm -hmm. Lowe's. But the thing is with theirs, they're a standard size. So you have to dig the hole accordingly and it's a hassle. So you'd come to us and be like, hey, I need this certain size of window well. And we're like, perfect, because ours are custom sizable. Hmm. So really ours are 
maintenance free, you won't ever have to replace it. Whereas with the wood ones, they'll rot out, uh, the plastic ones crack, etc. So right. it's just a unique product because I can't believe there's no other ones like this on the market. Um, we have the connection because my dad works at Capco, a division of Winnebago that extrudes aluminum for outside companies like ours. Okay. So that's how it all came about. Awesome. Yeah. I actually have a funny story to share about uh, egress windows and me. All right. Back when I was a shithead, uh, <laughs> probably 16, 17 years old. Um, no, it was actually a lot earlier than that, I want to say. Um, we had just gotten a Ryder lawnmower. No, was it a Ryder? No, we still had a push mower at this time. We just moved into our new house. Okay. We were there for maybe three or four months. Spring was turning into summer. Finally time to start mowing our grass, right? Mm-hmm. So dad's like, get out there and go mow. Okay. So I go out there and like, I like to mow. And I went out and I start mowing, I start mowing. And there's, we have an egress window that was sticking out. Anyway, me just not even paying attention. (laughs) Went right over the top of it and Chuck took a giant ass chunk out of it. And so there was just this giant chunk of metal just laying everywhere. And I got in so much trouble for that. So that is my, that's my dumb fun uh, egress window story. So yes, I appreciate that. <laughs> you were so welcome. it was it was steel, I'm assuming. Yes. Yep. Yep. So it's <laughs> it's quite sharp now. Uh yeah. I don't know. It's 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 a good memory, let's put yes, it that way. So exactly. Okay, so besides being a badass uh, <laughs> with your business, you're even more of a badass because you love to do or ride dirt bikes. Yes. Me personally, I am terrified of just mm-hmm. anything motorized on two wheels. Yep. So how did you get into this hobby and what what is it? I, I mean, like, yeah. what is it about it that just gets you going? So um, growing up, my, my dad growing up raced and rode motocross, enduro bikes, did hair, hair scrambles, etc. So when I was three years old, he literally threw me on a dirt bike with training wheels and said, okay, twist the throttle. So I took off. And um, ever since I was three, it's been my passion. Like, it's been my thing. Like, it's my hobby. It's my unique fact. Um, yeah, ever what, since then. What, um, I guess, like, specifically, like, do you do um, any races with it? Or is it more of just, like, a fun kind of thing? Mm-hmm. Or what do, you, what do you do with dirt biking, I guess? Yeah, so... Um, my little brother is 14, and he races competitively. Okay. He does, like, the point system. He does – it's called Moto Kazi. He is now going to start getting into, like, the bigger things. It's, like, AMA certification stuff. Okay. Um, I do not. Uh, I do not have time for it since I do live in Cedar Falls and go to UNI. <laughs> but I feel like if I did live back at home, it's definitely something I would look into. Not do the point system, but get out there and race and just have fun. But awesome. I currently do not. That's cool. Yeah. Well, and I, I think it is too. And I, oh my gosh, what was that movie called? It was an old Disney Channel movie. Moto, gr- motocross, right? Yeah, the girl. Motocross and the girl that she rode and stuff and how it was like all taboo for girls to ride bikes. Is exactly. it like quite common for girls to ride dirt bikes or is it just kind of a, like you just got into <laughs> it because it was a family thing or what? Yeah, there is like absolutely no girls that I have met that ride motorcycles, dirt bikes or anything um, I had one neighbor girl growing up who rode, and then one day she's like, eh, I'm over it. <laughs> so um, she would probably ride again with me, or like if she had a bike, but mm-hmm. she no longer does. So really, it is not common for women to ride, which is sad, because 
I wish they could just experience. There's nothing better like than the wind in your hair. Right. I don't know how to describe it. Um, I did start because it's a family thing. Um, yeah, I started when I was three. My brother started around the same age. And it's just been our thing. Like, I cannot wait to go home over Christmas for the snow <laughs> to be piled up and for us to get on the dirt bikes in the snow. It's Gosh. just like my favorite thing. Well, maybe I will challenge you to a race sometime. Great. I probably <laughs> would get my butt kicked or I would start crying before I even hopped on the bike. So it probably would fall over to be honest. <laughs> nah, it's fun. We'd throw a helmet on you. All right, so the Collegiate Entrepreneurs Organization, CEO, you just recently mm-hmm. went and actually represented you and I. Yep. Um, and you did very well there. Mm-hmm. So could you just explain what CEO is yeah. and what you did? And once again, how much more of a badass you are for doing <laughs> what you did? Yeah, so two years ago when I attended NIAC, I went to the CEO National Conference in Orlando, and it was a great experience, and I did not pitch there or anything. I just went with NIAC to represent NIAC, and it was a great experience. Listen to the keynote speakers. I still remember I met the um, Redbox CEO, and I met Kevin Harrington, who had some stuff to do with Shark Tank. Mm -hmm. So I was, like, geeking out over that. (laughs) And then I decided to go this year as well. So I was the only one that went for you and I mm-hmm. to represent you and I, and I actually did the business plan competition. Okay. So it was a 90-second pitch, and it's a it was at a national level. There were 60 people who pitched their own business ideas, and I actually ended up being one of the top eight. It was a great experience. That is awesome. Yeah, I actually didn't plan for me to move on to the next round of pitches. Mm-hmm. So after I pitched, I literally had to run to the uber to get to the airport to make my flight but it was totally (laughs) worth it it was a great experience um and what what exactly did you pitch while you were there yeah so while i was there i pitched the window well idea okay um it was a 90 second pitch i started off with the hook and went through it went through my competitors and all that and i ended the same way i started so it was good to bring the Bring the pitch full circle. So not around. trying to put you on the spot, but yeah. could you do the pitch again or is it yes. just, phew, is it gone? Yeah, it's about a 90 second pitch. Do you guys want to hear it? Oh yes, I hear them, I hear them off, <laughs> in the, off in the future distance yes. saying yes. Okay. <laughs> the product I created is going to help save 4,000 lives and help prevent 20,000 injuries. Hi, my name's Kayla Kearns and I am the CEO of Cool Aluminum Products and I'm also the student at the University of Northern Iowa. The product I created is the very first all-aluminum egress window well on the market. It's unique because it doesn't rust like steel, rot like wood, crack like plastic, or mold like stone. It simply stays the way it is forever. Our biggest competitors are big box hardware stores, similar to Home Depot or Lowe's, but ours is unique because the special design makes it easy for both the kids and the elderly to step out to safety with. On average, we make a $500 profit on each egress window well. If we were to target some homes in the Clear Lake, Iowa area, let's just say 250 homes, that could result in $125,000 profit from about 1% of the homes in the Clear Lake, Iowa area. So we are currently working with a local contractor who installs our egress window wells for us. And then in the competition, I would say, today I am seeking $15,000 for a website development because we feel a good online presence will only help our business. My name is Kayla Kearns and I am the CEO of cool aluminum products. The product I created is going to help save 4,000 lives and help prevent 20,000 injuries. Woo! <laughs> I need to get some like sound effects, like people screaming in the yeah. background, going nuts right now. That was awesome. Thank Good you. Good job. That is, 
very very well put together and i'm so glad that you had the opportunity that you did any mm-hmm. place as well as you did and you just love doing it yes. every step of the way and shout out to the jpeg for helping me critique my pitch so along all of these lines with just starting your own business going mm-hmm. to different events just like uh ceo one of the biggest things that i wanted to talk about was actually taking risks yeah and so can you maybe share an example of a time when you took a risk on something mm-hmm. and it worked out for you? And yeah. maybe could you share another time where you took a risk and it didn't? Yeah. Let's see. Not I'm putting you on I'm totally no, putting you on the spot right. right now, but I, I think it's really important just with how much like you've done, it mm-hmm. almost it just seems fitting yeah. for you to say like, yes, let's do it, let's go out, let's take that risk mm-hmm. and the reward is is gonna be worth it. Yeah. I guess the first thing that comes to mind is college like I'm here at the University of Northern Iowa for a reason and that's to attend classes Mm -hmm. get good grades graduate get a good experience Um, so missing classes is something that I do not like to do Um, so for all of these different business organizations national conferences etc that I go to it's me literally taking a risk Mm -hmm. not knowing okay am I gonna miss big tests like etc but luckily they are school excused attending these events which is so great because otherwise I would not I feel like I wouldn't attend Mm -hmm. because right now school is first one day business will be first or ideally family will be first but (laughs) yeah um I guess taking risks missing classes it's worth it it is so worth it you're not going to remember that Tuesday in class that I missed no you are going to remember the time you were in Tampa Florida doing a national pitch competition and just living it up. Yeah. yeah I totally agree with that. And that's, yeah. you know, there's there's so many things like experiences are just going to take you for the rest of your life. And yep. if you don't actually put yourself out there and you don't take those risks and take the chance to, you know, get yourself in those situations, yep. then you're not going to get anything out of life, in yeah. my opinion. So Exactly. Awesome. All right. So could you share a time when taking a risk did not work out in your favor? Um, it would probably be... With some of my products that I've thought about doing, uh, there was a a few times like back in the day where my family would be sitting around the table Mm -hmm. and it's funny, people ask us if we do this. They're like, Kayla, do you and your family sit around the table and be like, we should redesign this or invent this? And I'm like, literally, yes, like we do that. So there was a time like back in the day where we had a great idea and we wanted to carry on with it, but Mm -hmm. we waited too long and we didn't remember it until like, two, three year, years later. So okay. we got on to see if there was a patent for it. And there had just been one. So we were just too late. Um, I guess it's just, with taking risks, don't be afraid. Like, just do it and think later. Um, I don't know. You, you've got nothing to lose. Like, right now, I'm only young once. So I'm going to risk it. I'm going to take advantage of whatever I can as soon as I can. So... I was waiting for a yellow in there. (laughs) Okay, so I guess my next topic is women in entrepreneurship. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that is – ever since that I started uh, college at UNI as well, um, it's always been kind of a hot topic, and a lot of people had talked about it Mm -hmm. and how that there aren't really a lot of women who go to, like, an entrepreneur's club or come up to a JPEG or whatever it is. Um, And out in the community, like, they come and stuff, but they they aren't there with their own business, or if they are, there's so little of them. Mm -hmm. So I guess my question is, is is being a woman in entrepreneurship, do you see that as a challenge, or do you see that as – 
benef- beneficial, I guess. Yeah. I guess I kind of view it back to with, like, tying it in with dirt biking. Okay. Um, they're few, but they are powerful, I guess. Do I see it as a challenge? Not necessarily. Do I see it as opportunity for other people to get involved? Yes, completely. Mm-hmm. So I am in um, UNI Entrepreneur Club here on campus, and I think there are about five active women, mm-hmm. and there are, what, 20 males? Some odd guys, yeah. Um, I don't view us as being, like, quote-unquote, uh, like outnumbered. Right. I just notice the dynamic in the room is more just male based mm-hmm. which is fine um i just wish more women would get involved with why that. do you think that that number is the mm-hmm. way it is why is it not 50 50 or 60 40 or yeah. what you know what that, why is it like that do you think that is a really good question <laughs> um i attended okaboji entrepreneurial institute mm-hmm. oei this past summer and we noticed that there really were not a lot of females um so I, we could not figure out what it was. And on the last day, we each each college had to give a presentation on, like, summarizing how the week went mm-hmm. for your college. So I represented UNI. Another female did Iowa, Iowa State, Iowa Lakes, and Univista. And it was just empowering to see all of the females. Pretty much the only females who attended were the ones speaking on behalf of our colleges. Mm-hmm. Because that is rare, and I just wish more people would utilize it. I really don't know why they don't. It is a very male-dominated thing. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. I'm like, yeah. I'm like doing some weird chin thing right now. <laughs> like, hmm, interesting. Yeah. Well, I, you know, it, it is, it is quite a problem, and you know, just being like the president of the Entrepreneurs Club. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to have as many. Um, males and females in there as, as possible yeah. and we worked our butts off in the summer trying to get as many girls in mm-hmm. and we probably honestly talked to more girls than we did guys over the yeah. summer but who actually turned up and showed up were the five like what you've been talking about yeah so it's just it's weird how it's it's almost like they had thought about it originally or maybe mm-hmm. more women out there have thought about it but then maybe they're either second guessing themselves because yep. it is such a male-dominated thing but yeah. if they would follow through with it, it wouldn't be that way. Exactly. And a lot of my friends are like, I'd be like, you guys should join you and I Entrepreneur Club. Mm-hmm. And their their response always is, well, Kayla, we don't have a product. Right. And it's like, you don't need a product. It, it's a good experience uh, even without one. Right. It's just good life skills to know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So... I guess, and we kind of talked about this a little bit before the actual interview itself, but mm-hmm. just how people see you as a businesswoman mm-hmm. owning your own business, an egress window business, to be more specific. <laughs> yep. um, how do people see you as an owner of a business like that or part owner that is helping out? Yeah. Um, and do you have to like change your language when you talk to people about that? Like, mm-hmm. What have you noticed by being a business owner yeah. with a business like yours? So a lot of times... Um, I'm really active on Facebook. Facebook's like my thing. So whenever I'm on Facebook, they're all like, Kayla, like, what are you doing now? I'm like, oh, I was at a business conference. And they're like, oh, with those window thingies. Okay. So it's not necessarily that people don't uh, care what my product is. It's that they simply don't know what it is. Okay. So a lot of times I don't change the way I speak to them. It's just with people my age, I have to go back to the pitch and like re- 
redesign it to say what an egress window well is because it, because homeowners know what it is and mm-hmm. contractors know what it is and stuff like that but it's like it's one of those things where if if I didn't know I don't know if like my dad didn't design a product right I don't think I, I would even know what an egress window well is so um I guess learning how to judge the not judge the person but based on the person having to explain what the product is mm-hmm. um yeah i guess that's the most unique part uh people are always like kayla you're gonna be a serial entrepreneur i'm always like so what what because i get <laughs> caught up on thought they were gonna say serial killer anyway <laughs> um yeah and so it's just kind of like they always pick my brain they're like kayla what are you thinking about today what do you want to design today what do you want to invent today and it's like, I really do sit around the kitchen table with my family mm-hmm. and think about how could we improve this? Like, how could we change this design to make it better? What could we invent? It's just unique. It's it's yeah. interesting. Like, this isn't like a part of the interview that I was going to go with this, but uh-huh. um, it, how you and your family, you guys sit around and you talk about that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, some families out there, like they don't even sit together when they eat a meal. Yeah. Um, but when they do, they don't have anything to talk about. Mm-hmm. So that's really, really cool that maybe, you know, you guys may might have all your different personalities, but mm-hmm. there is some sort of a, I don't want to say common ground, but yeah. you guys all like talking about that and you can talk about that. And yes. that's, that's, that's really, really cool. Yes. Um, so to anybody out there uh, who has a family that has something to talk about or not some, not something to talk about, do not. I can't even talk now. Uh, make sure you find something because that is very important and yeah. you can build some serious relationships that way. Um, yes. So Kayla, <laughs> you've officially made it through the interview process, the interview Ooh. questions. Do awesome. you know what time it is? I do not. What time is it? It's life decision time. It's life decision time. That's Ooh. what time it is. Oh, I love the jingle. That's why I always got to put it in there. So... <laughs> <laughs> All right, here are the rules of life decision time. Are you ready? I am. This is the one-on-one and one only rule. I have to read it word for word so I do not screw it up. Okay. Are you ready? Yes. You are standing in an elevator next to someone who looks extremely nervous. You, being the kind-hearted person you are, decided to ask them what's wrong. Mm-hmm. They simply state that they know <laughs> that when they reach the next floor going up, the CEO of the company that they want to work for will jump in the elevator with both of you. They want to know how to pitch themselves well enough to land an interview for that potential job that they want. What are the three biggest points to remember when you are creating and delivering a pitch? Go. Awesome. Okay, so <laughs> step number one is definitely gain their attention. Um, I know with my window well pitch, I gain the attention of, boom, like 4,000 lives and 20,000 injuries. Like my product can save that. Um, but base it off of you and your qualities. So step number one is catch their attention. Step two is just like state your qualities and your experiences, but don't be too in your face. Like, Oh, look at me. And step three, definitely just be yourself. Don't really like fake it till you make it. Just let your true colors show and have fun while you do it. Mic drop. Boom. (laughs) I love it. Okay. Kayla. Is there any way out there or possible that anybody out there who, um, you know, wants to contact you Mm -hmm. either about your business personally, get to know you a little bit more about being a woman in entrepreneurship, about the events that you've gone to, dirt biking, whatever (laughs) it may be. Could you just shout out a couple ways? 
Yeah, definitely. If you guys want to talk to me about anything, advice, um, if you want to talk about dirt bikes, like that's definitely <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, so my name's Kayla Kearns. And let's see, the best way is either social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or LinkedIn. Or you can email me at K-E-A-R-N-S, and then the letter K, at uni.edu. Beautiful. All right, yeah. is there anything else that you want to add before we sign off? Yeah, um, just anyone out there listening, um, be yourself and you only live once, so take the risk. Um, you can worry about the details later, but have fun and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Beautiful advice. Thank you so much, Kayla. Yes, thank you. <laughs>